it simple, keep it small, and there will be enough for all. Take a little, give a lot. Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky for what you've got. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Green Women Podcast. I'm your host, Reggie, and a member of the Green Women Leadership Group. As Green Women, we are passionate about growing our own lives and being activists for deep concerns about women's issues and our self-care practices, healthy living, nature healing, environment and climate crisis, social justice and activism, and living in harmony with Mother Earth. We are educators, artists, students, medical professionals, entrepreneurs, coaches, business owners, green mamas and grandmas, and we are wrapping our lives and work around making a difference today. Well, I had a surprise on March 15th. I was notified that there was a bill that went through the U.S. Senate, and it was to make daylight savings time permanent and stop switching our clocks. Well, I was pretty upset when I heard about that vote on March 15th, just a couple of weeks ago, to stop switching the clocks from spring forward. But they want to make daylight savings time permanent. And I agree, switching the clocks back and forth just drives us all really crazy. So yay for that. But I never knew there was such a bill to be voted on. I hardly heard anything on the news. I just didn't hear anything about it. And then all of a sudden it comes out and everybody's in an uproar. So, you know, for me, this all sounded pretty hush-hush. And I was thinking, what is our government up to now? Thank God at least the House of Representatives still have to vote yet. So I hope you all get informed on this subject and contact your representatives, in my opinion, to vote no. And I'm going to explain why. No to daylight savings time, because it is not healthy. I did a lot of research on this topic. In fact, I think I spent days on it. And I found so much information about this issue of permanently going to either standard time or daylight savings time. As you might have gathered from my previous podcast and why I'm so passionate about this subject, you know that I am a naturalist and I love being in one with nature, along with living in harmony, which includes our earth and the solar systems that we live in. Yes, I agree that changing the clocks back and forth, as I said before, is pretty ridiculous and annoying. But the research search shows that most scientists, doctors, mental health experts, and sleep experts agree and have the science to state that standard time is where we should stay. Let me give you some examples of why we should stay at standard time. I know you have heard me say that our roots of the human species are part of nature. Well, it, that's true that we are actually one with nature. And this means, as well as many other species on the earth, that our biorhythms follow the sun. The sun is our natural clock for our bodies. The daylight and night controls are in sync with our what they call circadian rhythms, and we all have them. So what are circadian rhythms? 
Well, it is a network of impulses that governs our bodies to work smoothly through our hormones and uh, neurological systems. We know everything in our bodies is dependent on each other, and our brain is what drives the circadian rhythm. It controls, like I said, the body temperature, our hunger, when our hormones are released for digestion, and many functions of our bodies perform Like when it gets dark outside, we start to close our eyes for bedtime. And in the morning when the sunlight is starting to come, we kind of start moving around and then our eyes begin to open. This process is directly related to the release of the hormone melatonin. And by staying up way late and getting up early, we are just messing with that melatonin. And we don't get good sleep. When the sunlight is disappearing at night to prepare us for sleep, and when it is getting light in the morning, this tells the brain to shut off the melatonin so we can wake up for the day. So at night, it's trying to build up the melatonin so we can sleep, and then our brain shuts it off so that we can wake up and not be droggy all day. But this process is not just for our wake-sleep cycle. It affects all the hormones in our body for digestion, the nervous system, our immune system, which then can make us sick and can lead to cancers, diabetes, bipolar disorder, obesity, and much more when it's not working the way it should. So it's very important for this wake-sleep cycle to occur naturally for not only our health, but our mental health as well. And boy, don't we need that today. We humans used to sleep in caves with no beds, pillows, or white noise machines, and we always slept because it was dark. But now we have such problems with getting to sleep because we have our computer screens in our eyes, the TVs, our phones, which all have blue light that prevents our bodies from making the melatonin we need to sleep. So now the medical sleep experts are saying that an hour before bed, dim the lights, turn off the TV, read a book and take a hot bath so we can prepare our bodies for sleep. Now, I know we're not probably going to turn off the TV and I don't either, but just a tip and that they do have orange lens glasses that you can buy that you can wear, which takes out the blue light so that your body can still um, prepare uh, to sleep with the melatonin. So I use that and I got to tell you, it works really good. And by too many of us are not getting enough sleep and it affects our, it affects us physically and mentally. We all think that with daylight savings time, we are actually getting more light we are just robbing it from the morning and therefore messing up our biological rhythms, which we need to maintain a healthy body and brain. So after the vote in the Senate, the American Academy of Sleep Medicine made a position statement on daylight savings time. They agreed we need to stop switching the clocks. Hey, I agree. And to stick to one time, which is standard time. It stated 
data clearly shows that the sudden change from the standard time to daylight savings time that happened in March was associated with significant public health and safety risk, including an increased risk of adverse cardiovascular events like heart attacks, mood disorders, and even motor vehicle crashes happened. Also, some problems with darker mornings is that it messes up with our biological clock in our bodies. I also found a statement saying, usually the winter sun can help with melting off ice on the roads for people who must get up early to go to work, and which you can have more accidents then. Children will be waiting for the school bus in the dark, and older kids will be staying up later at night, which messes with their physiology, and schools are adopting later start times. The research shows that later sleeping is associated with more substance use, physical and mental health problems, including obesity, depression, and heart disease. It also contributes to more accidents, poor work productivity, and poor poor school performance. The position statement went on to say, current evidence best supports the adoption of year-round standard time, which aligns best with the human circadian biology and provides distinct benefits for public health and safety, which also has been endorsed by more than 20 medical, scientific, and civic organizations. I also found something else interesting, that the pros and cons of this issue were held by the Energy and Commerce Committee. Now, I find that very interesting um, because the House Energy, which is the people who thought that we would save more energy, which it didn't, and the Commerce, which is all about business. It found that the sleep experts argued in favor of standard time, while the industry experts argued for daylight savings time to reduce crime, save energy, and help businesses that benefit from more daylight in the evenings. Now, I have to tell you, as far as reducing crime, I think every night there's a shooting after dark. So it doesn't make any difference. I mean, after dark, it's, they're still doing it. It isn't like they stop. And I, I just, I don't know. You'll have to draw your own, but I'm just trying to give you some information. With that said, during the energy crisis of 1974, when the U.S. decided to try permanent daylight savings time for two years, thinking that they would save energy, which support was 72% at that time. So 72% thought, yeah, let's do this. Let's have permanent daylight savings time. However, the February after the first winter of exposure to dark mornings, the support dropped to 42%. That's a 30% drop. And the law was repealed after only 10 months. It didn't save energy and research research showed fuel usage was actually increased slightly. Remember in the beginning that I said I never knew there was a bill for making daylight savings permanent and why there was, I didn't hear any news about it and my friends didn't know anything about it. And you want to know where the discussions about the pros and cons of this bill happened? In the House of Energy and Commerce Committee. Ah, I get it now. 
Hmm, what is our government up to? This is just my opinion, but I'm here to tell you again, it's all about commerce, which equals money. It all boils down to money, which breeds greed to force someone's pockets. Since the 1974 trial of permanent daylight saving, which remembered it failed and found that longer daylight time has nothing to do with saving energy, or remember they used to say the farmers wanted it, it didn't benefit the farmers. They didn't want it. I found a statement that said, Studies suggest that consumers are more inclined to go out and spend money if there's more daylight after they leave work. But retailers and business owners knew that long before science backed up that idea. The article goes on to say that industry groups representing big box stores, sporting and recreational goods manufacturers, barbecue and charcoal retailers, how did they get into this? Shopping malls and golf courses all lobbied the U.S. Congress to extend daylight savings time. There apparently has been a long history of business interests pushing for daylight savings time. If you give Americans sunlight after work, they tend to stop and shop on their way home. It's particularly beneficial for retail sectors like outdoor sports, recreation, home repair, landscaping, and gardening. I get it. But at what cost? It's costing our health, which in the long run is costing everybody the health and wealth of this country. I also came across a reading from Zoe Schlanger in 2017 titled Daylight Savings Times as America Knows It was instituted by corporate lobbies, not farmers. Farmers actually hated the practice because it cut an hour of daylight in the morning, leaving them with an hour less to get their goods to market. The article goes on to say, the first and most persistent lobby to daylight savings time in this country was that Chamber of Commerce because they understood if their department stores were lit up, people would be tempted to stop by. Specifically, we have the candy lobby, the barbecue lobby, and the golf ball lobby to thank for modern American daylight savings time. And just a note, in today's world, right now, we can't even get people to work at restaurants and at all these places to work. So why be open, right? The petroleum lobby was a supporter because it has known since 1930 that daylight saving makes people drive their cars more in the evening, so they use more gasoline. <laughs> the candy lobby was convinced that an extra hour of evening light on Halloween would make kids collect more candy and, in turn, adults to buy more candy. The candy lobbyists even put candy pumpkins on the seats of every senator hoping to win a little favor during that 1985 hearings where big golf and big barbecue were making their case. I could go on and cite so many articles like this, but my gut reaction to all of this is what is it doing to our personal health, the health of our nation and the health of our world, especially when we're in a health crisis right now? Here in the U.S., it is said to be sick care. Believe me, 
we do have some good healthcare systems, but I know and I've read and I've heard that we are also rated somewhere between the 36th and 38th percentile in our health compared to other nations. I feel that's pretty sick. Today in our country, we have so many people suffering from mental health issues, diabetes, neurological diseases, and so on, that switching to permanent daylight savings time will just exacerbate those illnesses. Remember, the sun being there controls all of our hormones and our inner clock. So in summary, I would like to say, please do your own research. There is so much good information from many resources. We need to live one with nature as it was intended. We have circadian rhythms for a reason. Our lives depend on it. And as far as the commerce issue goes, I would like to say a couple of things. I believe people are still going to go to the movies. They're still going to go to the bar and the restaurants, the theater. They're going to shop even when it's dark. However, as far as the golf industry goes, and believe me, I have big golfers in my family. This is kind of where I draw the line a little bit. And it's, it's not about golf itself, but we have so many golf courses that were built where they should not be built. And I'm talking about like in the desert areas, uh, out west, southwest, or where there's no water. We are in the midst of a climate crisis with, with major water issues. But again, that's a subject for another podcast. So now I would like to end stating the conclusions and position statement from the National Sleep Foundation on the subject of permanent standard time. The human circadian system does not adjust to annual clock changes. Sleep becomes disrupted, less efficient, and shortened. Daylight savings time forces our biological clocks out of sync with the rising and setting of the sun, the sun clock. The link between our biological clock and the sun clock has been crucial to human health and well-being for a millennia. As the global voice of the sleep health the National Foundation, Sleep Foundation always seeks better, more conclusive data. More than 60% of the world is on standard time, indicating that an international community understands the negative effects of daylight savings time on their health. And just to note here, Arizona and Hawaii have always been on standard time. Seems to be working for them. Internationally, organizations such as the European Biological Rhythm Society and the Society for Research on Biological Rhythms advocate for the elimination of clock changes and adoption of permanent standard time. Existing data support the elimination of seasonal time changes in favor of a fixed year-round time. Their position statement, it's it is the position of the National Sleep Foundation that seasonal time changes are disruptive to sleep, health, and should be eliminated. Evidence supports permanent standard time because of its alignment with our circadian biology and relevance to sleep, health, and safety. The National Sleep Foundation therefore advocates for the adoption of permanent standard time as the appropriate option for public health. You know, I'm a passion, I'm passionate about our health and our well-being. Therefore, standard time should be the vote. Please remember to contact your congressional representatives 
to have them vote no to permanent daylight savings time. And if you don't know how to contact them, just Google to find your representative. And most sites, you just have to put in your zip code. Now I would like to leave you with a quote. It's by Mata Amrit Anadadami. By living in harmony with nature, one gains a healthy mind and body. Now, I would like to give you all a big thank you for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the podcast, tell a friend, download and subscribe. We can be found on Apple Podcast, Amazon, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Stitcher. Until next time, stay informed, be healthy, live green and become an activist for your own health. The health of your family and the health of Mother Earth are true health. Keep it simple. Keep it small And there will be enough for all Take a little Give a lot Thank Mother Earth and Father Sky For what you've got